Hey everybody, welcome to The Leap of Faith. I am your host, Avery, and I am so excited that you guys are here today. Uh, today is going to be a great day, I just know it. Um, so how is your day going so far? Harvest year 2023 going so far. We're on the third week. Oh my gosh. If you are, you know, anywhere near 30... <laughs> You know that January used to be the slowest month. I was just zooming past, right? But either way, I know January being the first of the month is a time where people cool set and plan for their year. And I wanted to just ask you guys, how is that going for you? Um, I also want to encourage you guys, if you haven't already, you know, see God's face in those plans. Make sure his will is in your plans because we know many are the plans of of man but it's the lord's purpose that prevails so let's try to plan with a purpose of planning for god's purpose in our lives so there's that also i wanted to encourage you guys to you know after seeking his face if he has placed some things on your heart write it down um Prioritize it. Make two lists. Order out one list. One in order of priority to you. Um, and of course, seek his face to see what that's going to be. And the other in priority, I'm sorry, in feasibility. In, you know, how feasible it is to get done. Because, you know, smaller goals can get done a bit more quicker. And it might not even be a small goal. It could be a big goal. But you have some things that you may be able to get done quicker than others. And then... Um, make one list out of both again and see what you can do simultaneously breaking down some of the bigger ones that take long or it's not going to be as feasible into smaller bits and then place it in between that so that you can you know crush this year like this year is going to be our best year yet i just know it it's going to be our best year yet um i decided to take this year um in the beginning, I decided to, you know, do a little audit of last year, do an audit of my life, see where I am, where I wanted to be at this point in my life, and see how that aligned with what God had for me. So uh, all of that was going on. I saw where God moved. I, I write down a lot. I journal a lot. And if you don't, I encourage you guys to do so. Um, because a lot of times we forget. Um, and then we, we forget what we prayed for, and then we forget when God does it, who we should be giving honor to because you think it's just happened, but you done forgot that's a prayer you prayed, you know? So I went over my little list that I wrote, and it's a living list. Your plans and your goals should be living because if you are a child of God, you have the Holy Spirit living in you, um, you move as they, as they, but as he moved, and you shift as he shifts. So if he shifts you to go in another direction, prior to what you had then you have to just be ready so it's a living list write it down write it down as it comes and move as needed you know um always be open to the holy spirit always always be open to god moving and directing you where you should go now that we have gotten our pleasantries out of the way our you know year recap or whatever i think well i didn't give you my right year recap but i think 2022 for me has been a awesome year for many of you that did not know i relocated to the united states from the bahamas 
um, and basically had to start from scratch. And there was a lot of things that was going on, and there's still a lot of things that's going on, but I pray that they'll be done by the end of next month. You know, tying up loose ends in the Bahamas, um, being more settled here in the United States, finding a place that uh, we would like to be that's going to be comfortable, not just for us, but for our kids, that is, you know, livable. I'm not saying that we're struggling because <laughs> the Lord provides, <laughs> but, you know, just to be a bit more comfortable. There's still a lot of things that we're learning. Um, a lot of things are new because it's it's a difference from traveling and living. And we traveled a lot. Like, we used to be here very often because we we like to bring our things into the Bahamas. Because if you don't know, the Bahamas is very expensive. So we used to like to bring in our stuff. So we travel, get them, ship them, blah, blah, blah. So, but that's that's a completely different story from living here 24-7 and having to abide by their rules and regulations at all times. So that was that. Like this year I have some really big goals and I pray that they are on par with God because I've been having some of these goals on my list for a few years now and they're just rolling over, rolling over, rolling over. And I'm tired of the rolling over. Being rolling over nothing this year, everything getting done this year for me. So when God plays something new on my heart, I'll be able to be like, yeah, let me do it. I mean, you know, we do that, but, you know, still. He said he'll give us the desires of our hearts. So, yeah, some things I just need him to move on for me. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys can relate. Um, but let's just seek his face and pray about it. He'll, he'll get it done. So let's just dive in to this topic that I had today. And... It, it's so crazy. We're going to talk about friends and the people that you have around you. Who do you have around you? Who do you have in your circle that does not benefit you? Think about it. Write it down. Um, and, and let me not just say you shouldn't have people that, um, ben- that do not benefit you in your circle because you may benefit them in a way that brings them to Christ or so forth. But, you know, with some people, what I mean specifically are those that, you know, just, they're just opposition. They're not even a part of it. They're not even a, a pusher. They don't encourage you. They don't help you. There is no way. They, they are just opposition. So that's what I mean. Who do you have on your team that's opposing you? Think about it. Because, and, and be open to when people tell you to, because a lot of times we don't see the people in our lives that are using us, opposing us, um, keeping us, depressed stressed and out of our minds and people have to show us that but when they do we're offended sometimes but you can't be like that you cannot be like that be have your eyes spiritual and physical open your ears spiritual and physical open to hear what it is that people are saying about the people around you about people are saying about you like these are things that you need to be aware of and automatically, I want to just dive into Job. A lot of times, people talk about Job and how he was blessed, and you know, Satan asked God's permission to mess with him, and he gave him it, and he lost everything, and his children died, and his things got stolen, and what didn't get stolen died, and blah blah blah. But I want to zoom in and focus on the people around Job 
that was around him as he was going through what he went through. We had his wife and we had his three friends that one straight up told him, curse God and die. Curse God and die. Like That was his wife, in case you didn't know. Who do you have around you that is your opposition, that is oppressing you, that is keeping you from where it is that you need to be? Um, Job, not even just that. Job's friend basically, I don't even know, I want to say row. Row is a Bahamian vernacular where, where we mean argue. Is, is it, other people use that? I don't know. If you use that word, drop it down in the comment and let me know where you're from. <laughs> but Job's friends were basically arguing with him, telling him that he you know, must have offended God. He, um, his children must have offended God. They were telling him a lot of things that were not of Job. Like, and we know at the beginning, they talk about Job's character. Everybody knew Job. Everybody knew his character. But these three friends who were supposed to be coming to comfort and mourn with him were telling him otherwise. To the point that Job told them, told them, you know, Y'all are the worst comforters ever. <laughs> so who do you have around you that cannot even stand on what they know about you? Like they, they're, they're thinking in their mind, I don't know, secretly or not, that you cannot be this upright person, that you cannot be this person that you portray yourself to be, that when trouble comes your way, they think that you deserve it, that they find justification as to why you're getting what it is that you're getting or why you're going through what it is that you're going through. I mean, we all go through. We have a process. It's fine. You know, but the thing is, who's around you when you're going through that, that process? Are they encouraging you? Are they uplifting you? Are they um, helping you? Are they praying for you? Are they covering for you? Because, I mean, I feel like Eliphaz them, Instead of beating him down, they could have been right there praying for him, praying for his strength if they wanted to come. Because, I mean, they come. Yeah, they did all of the, you know, tearing their clothes and throwing this dirt up in the air thing. But, you know, what good does that do me if you just come in and put me in a deeper hole than I was in? Cheap as you have stayed where you were. Who do you have around you that's not helping you through what it is that you're going through, that's not pulling you up, that's not praying you, keeping you encouraged? guiding your way you know who are the people around you in this new season i'm encouraging you guys to audit your circle look around see who who is being genuine and disingenuine see who's not in alignment with what it is that your goals have for you to do what is what is it that you want to do because if you let's say your goal one of your goals is to get closer to God, yet you are meanly hanging with uh, people that that does not live this lifestyle. Like that, they they rather go to the club than go to church. They rather, you know, gossip than pray or read their Bible. Like that's not beneficial to you as to where you're gonna go. And even as you grow in God, you realize that you lose, not say to say lose, but eventually lose because you start to get 
uh, your your relationship starts to dwindle and you don't hang as much and you don't talk as much when you're trying to get closer in God and the people that you are with are still in the world. So who are you connecting with that is derailing you from where you're trying to go in God? In every situation in your life, you should align yourself with people that are going to help you. You know, they say your net worth is determined by your network. Like, who you're with determines how much you're worth. But it's the same in, in, in your spiritual life. Who are you connecting with that is, is growing your spiritual walk, that is growing your spiritual life, that is helping you? We all have struggles. And I'm not telling you that you need to cut off the people that you hang out with because you might be that very person that helps them to see the light. You may be the very person that helps them to get saved, you know. But at the same time, you can't let them determine where you're going to go. You can't let them hinder your process. You can't let them stop you from doing the things that you need to do to get in God. I made a post the other day and it said, um, you can't be a follower of people more than you're a follower of Christ. Discipleship is such a serious thing, right? People think it's just Jesus who had disciples. But, you know, you might be a disciple for someone else. And that discipleship might not be uh, beneficial to you. It might not be in good interest for you. I just want to say, okay, let me tell you all what discipleship means. A disciple has been shown to be someone who follows the teachings, life, and aim of another until the person becomes like their master. Discipleship in the Christian sense is the process of making someone become like Christ. Right? Um, let me just give you guys the regular definition of disciple. A personal follower of Jesus during his life, especially one of the 12 apostles, and a follower or student of a teacher, leader, or philosopher. So any, anybody you follow is a leader. So that makes you their disciple. Who are you following behind? Who is your leader? What are they teaching you? Is it beneficial to what it is that you're trying to do? Like these are things that you need to think about in your life. It makes no sense to follow somebody who is literally leading you to a Christless life. You know, Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the light. Like, if anybody tell you anything different, it's a lie. He is the truth. <laughs> so anybody telling you different is a lie. You have to be very mindful of that fact. That you can't be following people more than you follow Christ. Christ is the mark that we should be reaching. Christ is the pinnacle of the human being he has never sinned we ought to be trying to live like christ so if you see the person that you're following isn't bringing you to this pinnacle you have yourself a problem especially if they are like taking you from sound doctrine and sound morals and and rooted and grounded morals that you already had like things you never did or things you have stopped doing they have brought you back into this lifestyle it makes no sense we have to be we have to be really mindful of who it is that we have around us because they are the ones that determine how we act and how we react 
And again, I'm not telling you to cut off your friends because they, they're not Christians. It's fine. You may help them, that you know. Even Paul spoke about not divorcing a man because he's not a Christian or because you found your life in Christ now and he hasn't and vice versa because you may be the one to help them. So, of course, you know, you want to keep those keep those um, communication lines open. But at certain points, you have to cut off the things that you did and your access, cut off their access to you in a way that distracts what it is that you're doing. Um, that is, if they invite you somewhere you know you should not be or somewhere that is going to put you in a less than desirable situation like it's going to tempt you to do things that you don't want to do it's okay to politely decline you don't have to stay there you don't have to do that it all goes with using your discernment and using not even just discernment your common sense a a smoker well a person who has a problem smoking should not go to a smoke joint a person who has a problem with drinking should probably not go to a bar. Should probably not order nothing alcoholic, you know. It's going to feed into your desires and make you do things that you don't want to do. Not to say that, you know, I'm not judging if you do those things. It's fine. I have my occasional wine, you know. But we have to lift up a standard. We have to get, like, Job, Right? Job said, if y'all read it, and if you didn't, go ahead. Be encouraged by it. He he cursed the day that he was born <laughs> before he cursed God. He said he would rather have not been born than to have to go through some of the things that he went through. But he said those things and did not curse God. He did not waver in his faith to believe that God is God. Do you have that faith? Do you have that like mindset that I would curse everything but God? Like it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. God, he is the all in all and I will not curse him. You could have very well say, hey, forget it and died. But he chose not to. And for that, he was blessed more than what he had. And then the people came and blessed him some more. Isn't God good? So um, I'm not going to make this too long today. But that, that was my encouragement for today. Be, be very watchful for who it is that you have around you that is not carrying you to your destination. Anybody who is not carrying you to your destination is taking you away from your destination and that's that's your purpose in life it's not taking you to your purpose it's taking you away from your purpose and all of us want to have a purpose-filled life it'll be a shame to die and have not fulfilled the purpose that god would have placed you here to do and if you don't know what that is just seek his face for it you know it's not easy it's not easy and if you haven't you can look into Do Not Apart Purpose to see how we speak about finding your purpose. Um, I had a guest, Trinice Adderley, who hosts Living on Purpose podcast with me that day. 
So it's going to bless you. If you haven't listened to it, go ahead and listen to it. But that's all we have for today. Be very careful of who it is that you have around you. People that brings out the worst in you. I remember um, I was in this relationship. It was a terrible one. Oh, my God. When I think about the things that I would have done in that relationship, I kid you not. I kid you not. I am embarrassed of myself. Like, thank God I never was like a loud person or uh, boisterous or um, show offy person. Like, I like, and I had anger problems. (laughs) Thank God for grace. Thank God for grace. But I was in this relationship and it really brought out the worst in me. It had me so, like, my anxiety was off the roofs. Um, my anger was through the roofs. I, I was literally abusive, <laughs> like throwing hands on this person. I, I thought about that. I came out of that relationship after God delivered me out of that relationship. I sat and I thought to myself, I never want to be in that position again I never want to be that person again and I will never let nobody bring that out of me I will I made a decision right then and there I will never let that person come out of me nobody could bring out that person out of me I remember literally sitting down and of course this was when I was in the world shocking up bohemian turns living with your boyfriend and being married <laughs> But I remember, you know, somebody told me something about him and they saw the car somewhere. And I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't see it in my own eyes. But hmm, I I remember sitting and asking, hey, were you this place? And he was like, no. And I just punched them square in the face in their nose. Like, that's the level of anger that I had in that relationship. And that was not me. In my relationship now, in my marriage now, I, I, I don't even get angry. I don't even get to that point where I would like to say hit <laughs> my husband, and that's that. I, 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 I would like to think that that's because of some of my growth in God, but that's also because of the person that I had around me. The person that I allowed to have access to me was not a person who was going to continually bring out the worst in me. You know, one thing I hate is people, like, and that's still about me. I hate people trying to insult my intelligence. Like, you're trying to tell me I'm stupid, like I know something, and you're telling me something different. Like, that time when I punched him, I didn't know. But being talking about that right now, that then gone. i just talking about, in general, people <laughs> insulting your intelligence. Like, you don't know what it is, and that's what some people try to do. Some people try to make you feel crazy. Um... They make you doubt what it is that you're saying. That's what that's what narcissistic people. Am I saying that word right? I hope so. <laughs> that's what narcissists do. And you have to be very careful for them in relationships and friendships. But in general, be careful for people who will ultimately bring up the worst in you. Be careful for people who will ultimately bring out the worst in you. You want people who's going to bring out 
the best in you who's going to help you lead you guide you to where it is that you ought to be and if you need to find something to direct you in reading out those people that are not good for you check out proverbs proverbs are it's filled with wisdom it's filled with wisdom proverbs uh, 12 and 26 says the godly give good advice to their friends the wicked lead them astray hmm. where are you going look look at what they're telling you before you even do it and if you did it in the past it's fine look at what they they told you to do and see how that has impacted your life and then go from there like should i be taking advice from this person should i not be taking advice from this person and then it says the heartful counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense that's proverbs 27 and 9 what happens when your friend gives you heartfelt counsel do you feel good does it make you feel bad? I mean, sometimes it's bad, right? But sometimes we need correction. Only a fool hates correction. And then as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And that's Proverbs 27 and 17. Look around you. I, I, I know I keep asking this one question throughout this entire pod. But really and truly look around you and see what they're feeding your spirit see how they're feeding your spirit if they're developing anything in you that is positive if they're developing things that are negative this this is probably the people you should not be around i i remember going to church when i started my church before i left the bahamas i would rather be at church than anywhere i would rather be with my sisters i would rather be with my church family than anywhere out in the world honestly i remember um my husband's stepfather was having a what is it a football super bowl party and my church was having a football a super bowl party and i know we needed to show our face there but i definitely wanted to be at church because I, I i like to vibe with the people like be on the same level and you know we went to church first and then we was going to his stepfather we we ended up there and the whole time I was asked, like, oh, man, I wish I could go back to church. Because <laughs> we had the Super Bowl party at church. And that's what we did. We went back to church because for us, that was a more better uh, setting. You know, you know how Super Bowl parties can get. And mind you, it was fun and it was competitive and people, whatever, for their teams or whatever. But, you know, it was still all in godly fun. It's still a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's my advice to you guys. Don't, don't, don't follow your friends more than you follow Christ. Don't make your friends your um, leader if they're not leading you to good godly places. Don't, don't get lost in this world trying to please people. Don't lose yourself trying to please people. Don't go back. Don't look back. Looking back is death. You can't be making forward strides. And then you have these people come and disrupt your entire life. And if you know you're trying, you might even make no stride yet. You might even make no progress as yet. But don't let the people and what they're saying, once you start to do that, hinder you or discourage you from continuing on with your walk with Christ. So... 
I hope today was a blessing. Not even hope. I pray today was a blessing to somebody. If you know it's going to encourage somebody, send it to them. Um, share it. Let somebody know. You know, if you have to cut them off, hey, I have to cut you off, godly. <laughs> but I definitely pray that this was beneficial. I, I pray that it brought some type of revelation or clarity that you may have need. I pray that this was the answer to a prayer that somebody may have prayed today or whenever and God is answering because we know he's on time so with that I bid you a goodbye I hope you had a have a great day had a great day or having a great day depending on whatever whenever you listen to this right so yeah remember God loves you and so do I bye